Hello, it's me. I was wondering if you would download this podcast for free. (laughs) And you did. Ruin Adele for me. But yes, welcome to the podcast. Big show. I was actually singing along to the Lionel Richie one. It's confusing. I always go into hello, it. If you go, hello, is it me <laughs> See, big fan of him as well. Yeah. Dancing on the ceiling. Yeah. Yes. Dancing. Anyway. He must have been off chops when he thought he was dancing on the ceiling. We had Mark. He her in a boat that went badly. Boris <laughs> in the show. You're a fan of his. Yes, uh-huh. I do like him. I like his son as well. Uh, State of Origin game that we're doing. Don't forget about the real one. This is yeah. our local yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, it could have been Legends of Origin. If you want to play in the game, uh, hit105.com.au. We get our first uh, players up into the teams. Um, heaps of good stuff today. Just flew by today. Yeah. Isn't it? Good. All right, here we go. You'll enjoy it. Like this at Money Back Guarantee. Here we go. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Say Things you can say. Would say in bed. Yeah, it's perfectly, it makes perfect sense. It's just if you, if you think it's really rude, it's your mind. Because yeah. we want to know what would make sense if you said it in the bathroom, uh, in the bedroom to a partner. <laughs> or also I mean, it depends where, <laughs> where you like to go with your partner. Sometimes the bathroom, I if you've got kids. I was just thinking about the last time. You if know, you've got kids, sense. the bathroom is the place you've got to go. It's the only place with a lock. So what makes sense if you say it in the bedroom and also in the gym? 13, 10, 16. Uh, Michael from Homeview. Good morning. Hey, mate. How are you? Uh, good. Welcome to the show for the very first time. Certainly is. What can you say? Hey? What, what can you say? In, in the bedroom the, and also in the gym. Ah, oh, can you please put some more weights on my bar? <laughs> yeah. That made me think. Yeah. 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 I think it works good work. Everyone's Michael. got different nicknames. <laughs> Christian in Collingwood Park. What can you say in the bedroom and also in the gym? Oh, it is so hard. <laughs> Do you have to say it that slow and with that tone in your voice? <laughs> I don't know. If you've got your mate who's spotting you as, as you're pushing up weight going, oh, it is so hard. They might look at you strange. Uh, good on you, buddy. Thanks for calling. Glenn in Chermside, welcome. First time on air. Yes. Oh, yeah. God, you are so wet. You're so <laughs> Jump straight into that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and yes, that's why people need to take a towel. towels to the gym. A towel, yeah. People do yeah. get wet. Yeah. Can they kick you out if you don't have a towel? Uh, well, yeah, I think so. They have it on all the screens, like reminding you at different times to make sure you have... Can't they give you a load of towel? No, but it's really frowned upon. And also, if you didn't have a towel, they've got normally like wet wipes and spray for you to do it oh, and see, on the walls. that works. Where are your wet wipes? Where's the spray? <laughs> <laughs> uh, good on you, Glenn. Mitchell from Redland Bay, what can you say in the gyme and in the bedroom? How do you use it? What? What? How do you use it? How yeah. do you use yeah. it? Yes. Yeah. Some of those. So true. Some of those machines. You can be using them all wrong. <laughs> still get the same result, but you're using them all wrong. Mm. <laughs> and you've got to look at the package to work out how to use it. There's always that... a diagram somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, one are you talking about now? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> Neil uh, in Brackenridge, what can you say in the gym and uh, also uh, in the bedroom? That makes complete sense. Hey guys, uh, I'm going to make you sweat. Mm. Yep, it's good a goodie. One. Goodie. Very good one. you got to make sure you follow through with that, though. Because yeah. at the end, if you get told, I didn't break a sweat, well, then you haven't done no. your job in well, either you go, place. I know, because your sweat is just dripping on me. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and now it's in my eye. Yeah. And now it's really weird. Do I rub it? Do I not? <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Barnaby. Barnaby says he's not the father. He's not too sure, but it could be. All right, let's let's apologise because uh, Abby, uh, you and I, we did say we were not going to watch or discuss Barnaby Joyce's interview. Mm-hmm. I think you both knew at the time that that was a lie. Uh, There's a lot of things in your life you said you would never do and then you've done. I think a lot of people do that, right, Barnaby? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so last night, Channel Seven, Barnaby Joyce and uh, Vicky Champion, her his, what is she? Because Girlfriend, even watching this, lover, partner. 
but they uh, spouse. They were so strange in the way that they spoke about each other. Uh. The, they were asked whether or not um, they were in a relationship when they were together, and they said it was very complex when he was still married. Oh, look, it was bollocks. They wanted to use every other word than saying an affair. Yes. And, you know, we're very close and we're supporting each other. But all I got from it is they just want the money. He oh. hated doing the interview. Yep. It looked like Vicky had organised it and he had to sit in there. And it just, it was just, I found it really disgusting. I mean, I guess she wants the money for her son. Well, the only thing they achieved was, yes, receiving the money. Um, I think humiliating his ex-wife, humiliating his daughters, well, humiliating their child they've had together because some of the topics they had to discuss, which happens in an interview, they knew what they were walking into, as if that kid is not going to grow up and see that interview uh, and hear the things that they spoke about. The other thing they achieved was ratings. Did well, right, maybe would have we'll rated have well. Yeah. Well, 131060, yeah, if, you, if you did watch it and what's your thoughts out of it? Because, I mean, I the only thing I kept thinking is what about his four daughters? Yeah, 100%. Her watching this, yeah. I don't think he cared. He's saying through the interview, he, there's a lot of questions he didn't answer, which I hate about an interview. If you're getting $150,000, you have you have to answer the questions. Yeah. That's why you're there. If you're going to put everyone through the pain of everything, at least answer the questions. Um, you and I were texting apps throughout it, and um, we were playing a game of every question Barnaby doesn't answer, he should lose $10,000. Mm, he lost, I think, probably around about 60000 Yes, uh, in total. Um, the first bit of audio we'll play is uh, he. W- they were asked about what happened on the day that Barnaby Joyce's wife confronted Vicky, the mistress, and what was said between them. And, and this is what they said in the interview. Am I right in saying there was a confrontation in Tamworth between you and, and Nat? No, we don't need to talk about that. The good thing about being in politics for as long as I have, about 20 years, is I know how to also stop a question, and I'm stopping that one. Vicky, I, like, I feel like you want to say something. Uh, you don't have to answer, darling. You know, we both know what happened that day, and I don't think it's relevant for everyone else too. Sure. Now, obviously we know that Nat has said something to her and it obviously hasn't been nice. I think they're trying in that they're trying to be respectful to her, but the issue is I think it's too late for that. Yeah. Yeah. But could they not have said she got very angry, there was a lot of insults thrown around, but that's warranted because what we've done is wrong. There wasn't a whole lot of discussion from them saying we did the wrong thing. Maybe they don't think they did. No, they did. They were trying to avoid the word affair and trying to avoid the fact that they were seeing each other while he was still married. The worst part is they were talking about how they had a big um, ball or some sort of function and that they had to go to in July. And she, the, Natalie, the wife, went there posing for photos and then I think that she found out that she was pregnant in um, August. Right. Wow. I think they, they did say at that ball that Natalie knew about the affair, so she was putting on a brave face for mm. him. And um, going through it. Now, the other thing that was uh, the discussion, which was the big the big hook through for this interview, which was um, whether or not there was talk of abortion. And they also said that leaders of the party, they didn't name anyone for legal reasons, were trying to force them uh. into that. Um, and the story they told here was the part where I really felt for their son and went, this is why they shouldn't have gone through with this interview. Take a listen to this. How close were you to terminating? Uh, well, I bought, I bought the medicine online. Um, you can't do it in, in the ACT. I drove interstate. I, I, I walked in and I walked out again. Now, I, I, I mean, my belief is as a woman, she has the right to choose whatever she does with her body. I'm yeah. not holding that against her. But I think that they knew that that was going to come up as a discussion point, and I just don't think they should have done that interview knowing that they would have to discuss that. But how about many headlines that are they going to be that the son will be able to Google about himself? Well, you know, like he's going to hear it all, and isn't it better to go that that's what they were what were thinking about? But well, at least when they get into him. a fight when he's a teenager, and you normally say, "Well, I didn't want you anyway," she can just put on a DVD of yeah. the interview. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, look, if you did watch it, or maybe you're just reading up about it, or hearing it in the news with Amy Drew, thirteen ten sixty. We know this would be hitting home for some people who've either got, either gone through this um, or know someone who has. Just hearing it, um, what are your thoughts on it? 
how, how do you feel they should have attacked uh, that interview last night? Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Last night, Barnaby Joyce and Vicky, his mistress, uh, who he wouldn't call a mistress um, in the interview, even though we know they had an affair. They did not say affair in the interview either. They kept saying relationship. I think that is a slap in the face to his wife and his daughters. The reporter kept using the word affair, and they're like, no, 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 we were just very, very close. No, you're having an affair. If you are married to one person and then you start sleeping with another, you are having an affair. Um, I'm not sure where you're sitting on this one, Maddie. <laughs> Unless you got permission from the other person, and that's a whole different segment. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but we opened the phones on 131060. We wanted to know how you felt watching it. Um, most people, we'd say, are angry. Here is a little grab on a play of Vicky talking about um, the initial stages of finding out that she was, in fact, pregnant to Barnaby. How close were you to terminating? Uh, well, I bought, I bought the medicine online. Um, you can't do it in, in the ACT. I drove into state. I, I, I walked in and, and I walked out again. Now, I, d- I must admit, I do feel bad for her being in that situation as well, needing yeah. to make a decision. Um, but Mike joins us right now from Windsor. What did you think watching it, mate? Yeah, look, I just thought it was very interesting that uh, Barnaby chose to blame everybody but himself, particularly uh, particularly the comedy made about his son, Sebastian, that uh, have a look at all the trouble this little bloke scores. Well, sorry, but yeah. it wasn't Sebastian causing the trouble. No. Yeah, no. It's very good point. I have to say, it was a very cute baby. Was very it? cute. Very cute. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, there was one point where I was like, ooh. She goes, yeah, he's got um, Barnaby's com- complexion. And I went, no, he doesn't. It's not bright red. <laughs> it's not bright red. It's cute. But, yeah, no, that's very true. Did you, did it, as a, uh, are you married, Mike? Yes. Yeah. As a, as a married man, were you watching that angry going, he needs to take responsibility for what he's done to his family? Well, that's what I mean. He, he wasn't taking responsibility at all. It was everybody else's fault. There was no, uh, there was no ownership of it. Uh, it just wasn't Barnaby's fault at all. I think that's so true, the lack of ownership as well. Because, I mean, marriages break down all the time, that is yeah. true, but it's when there's a crossover, and I do feel sorry for anyone who has, like, the, the kids who know that their partner, is, their de- parent has been with someone else. Yeah. Like uh, all right, Anonymous joins us this morning. Uh, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. What are your thoughts after the Sunday night interview with Barnaby last night? Um, I think, firstly, anyone that has an affair in a marriage, it's just a coward approach. Um, I think if you've got problems in your marriage, which we all do at different times, you know, if if you've tried to work on things and that relationship's not working out, leave. Don't go and start an affair as an excuse to try and get out of that relationship. Um, And, you know, there isn't any ownership, there isn't any responsibility taken for what, you know, what Barnaby did or, or what people in those situations tend to do. Did you really you watch know. it and feel sorry for his wife and his kids? I did. I did. I've I've been there. Um, my husband and I were together for 20-something years. And, you know, it's it's only when, well, in my relationship and, and that, it's when they've been backed into a corner that they'll even admit that. Mm. Um, and, you know, it was there was absolutely no respect at all for his wife and and his girls. Um, and, you know, she's in the background. She hasn't come out publicly, mm. you know, slamming him or, or saying anything that she would like to say. Um, and, you know, they're in the limelight getting paid for doing something wrong. In your situation, how did your mm-hmm. children go? Was it, it would have, I imagine, very difficult for them to see their father with another woman. Yeah, and and our child is is sort of fairly young. He was ten, um, which was a difficult age because he was in between that that age of he knows kids know when something's going on, um, and you can try and and hide it from them, um, but they're very intuitive. And um, you know, my husband actually introduced the new girlfriend to my son while we were still together as oh. husband and wife without wow. even realising. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my so, God. So it is hard for them, though. You know, yeah. they want to see both parents and yeah. and spend time with mum and with dad. 
and you know but then there's a girlfriend immediately on the scene and and that's not right for them it's it's not a situation that that they are expecting to be in so yeah and i always so. think with barnaby's with barnaby's daughters like the oldest one's 21 and now they've got a, you know a half brother mm. are they going to have a relationship mm. with him yeah it's yeah, well, uh, no. thank you so much for calling in and telling us your story no, this morning. Take care. Uh, Bye. You, you too. too. It's Stab, Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Well, he's Australia's investment king, Mark Burris. Mr. Mark Burris. Uh, Mark Burris, good morning. Thank you for joining the show, mate. You're welcome. Uh, look, we want to get you on with Hayley here because she might win $70,000. Did you have a question for Mark Burris, Hayley, what you could do with yeah, some of the cash? Yeah, definitely. If I was to win $70,000, what would be a great investment? Uh, well, right now, Hayley, I'd be, I'd be looking to invest in the property market, but up in Queensland in particular, but I'd be looking to invest in about a year's time. So right now, I'd stick it in the, in the bank or put it somewhere where you just get a nice, safe return and wait for property prices to come off, and then yep. go back, go into the market and with your ears pinned back and your tail up and rip in. Great. That sounds Neat. great. Well, fingers go. crossed for $70,000 then. Uh, good well, on you, Hayley. That's like getting 120 grand. That's that's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, Mark. Okay, so so we're gonna let you go now, Hayley. Mark, I do want to ask you. By the way, get behind your great podcast, Mentor.com.au. That's why we're talking to you this morning. I thought 70 grand cash was about 105 thousand pre-tax. Have I got that wrong? Uh, you, well, you, you probably looked it up. I just did a quick calculation in my head <laughs> at seven o'clock in the morning. Do you know? But, yeah, yeah. but, 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 it's, but whatever it is, there's a lot of dough. Like yeah. that's a, at least a year and a half wages. Yeah. No, we believe you. We're going to go with you, Mark. Yeah. We'll change our information from now on. That makes sense. Mark Boris says it's $120,000. <laughs> now, I do love this because with your podcast, you're giving advice to business owners and entrepreneurs because it is. we've got so many people that listen to the show that are starting up a small business, and the reality is that a, a lot of them do fail. What would you say is the, the biggest, I guess, um, what's the number one thing that people do wrong from the beginning? I think there's sort of two that sort of uh, uh, neck and neck, and the two things are one, they're never going with enough money, so they never have enough capital to expand their business, uh, and/or what I call patient capital. So they're not able to be patient with um, their their business. So because they don't have enough money, they're going to run out of money, so they tend to rush it. And the second thing goes head to head with that. And the second thing is when they're rushing it, they don't have any structure or any systems. So. You know, like, if you've got time, you've got time to put systems and structure in place and do things methodically and, and, and with a well, with a good foundation. And unfortunately, when you don't have enough dough, you rush things because you think you're going to run out of dough. So those two things together, capital and time or, or structure that goes around the having enough money. So you've got to have structure. You've got to know, this is my marketing plan. This is how I'm going to roll the product out. I'm going to destroy the product. This is how I'm going to manufacture my product. You've got to, and then you've got to stick to that and build on it as you go along instead of rushing around and bouncing off the ropes left, right and centre. Speaking of capital, uh, we'll head to Washington now. Segway staff. You, uh, <laughs> you've uh, met Donald Trump before, haven't you? I certainly have. I've interviewed him and I spent a bit of time with him here in Sydney uh, during the Apprentice days. What, what do you uh, think of him as a, as a president? Um, as a president? Um, uh, well, uh, the, the guy is a very good negotiator. So as a president, if, you're, we need, if, if the world needs someone like Trump, if, we, if the world needs someone to negotiate these big deals with uh, Putin and uh, Kim Il-jong and all the rest of those uh, leaders around the world, Trump's the sort of guy to do it. But equally, uh, his personality is such that he doesn't compromise. So as long as he can win the arm wrestle, we'll be okay. Um, but as a president for the people of the United States of America, I'm not sure about that because uh, he's very controversial and he will alienate a lot of people. And he, with him, he draws controversy and he could sort of chew himself up. Do you know what I found interesting? We spoke to Denton a little while ago, you know, who's yeah, famous Andrew for doing interviews, and he said that he always wanted to interview uh, Murdoch, and he never could. That was always his idol that he wanted to. But he said that him and Trump are really close, and Trump always gets advice from Murdoch. That's right. Well, Trump, well, the Republican Party generally, which Trump is the president of, or the mm. leader of, I mean, the United States use Fox News in America, which is owned by Murdoch, um, to pretty much promote their positions. And as a result, during the, during the lecture, as I understand it, um, Murdoch was on the phone every day to Trump, and Trump was on the, back on the phone to him and get find out what to do. Yeah. And, I mean, that sort of suits Murdoch, because Murdoch then's got content for his own TV show, which is uh, Fox News. I don't know if anyone there has watched it, but it's pretty full-on Republican. 
Yeah. Uh. Yeah, but, I mean, that's how it all works. You, you can't tell me politicians here in Australia don't have their little buddy journos that they chat with as well. Um, you know, they, everyone they probably, does it. Yeah, I agree. They probably do, but not to the extent that Trump did with uh, Rupert. It, it's a lot, lot more na- naked in the United States. Mind you, here in Australia, News Limited, to be frank with you, um, are very pro-coalition. Uh, yeah. Although they're not pro, uh, they're not pro Turnbull. Um, they used to like Abbott, and for a long time, when Turnbull toppled Abbott, um, uh, the, the Sydney newspapers in particular were pushing the Abbott theme still for for a couple of years. And every time Turnbull put his foot wrong, they ripped into him. And and I think it's probably because Turnbull is what they call centre, maybe centre left of the coalition, whereas mm. you know News Limited itself is a very very right side, They're full on right. Like, like, I feel like, like, we've, like Trump. we've covered our political news for our whole yeah. year just in this conversation <laughs> well, you, for our show. You're a very interesting uh, man. And, and I know listeners aren't that interested in politics, to be honest with you. But, but one of the things I did want to talk to you about, is, and which your listeners would be interested in, is because I did my first episode of the TV show, The Mentor in Queensland. I did up yeah. there in Moreton Bay. That young lady who was just talking to me, I have been speaking now for about about eight weeks about the importance of Moreton Bay. I think Moreton Bay is one of the underrated property divisions of all of Queensland, in fact, of the whole country. Because when you think about it, it's got all the elements going for it. It's getting close to the airport. It's got a lot of freeways now being built closer to the airport. It's not that far from where um, employment is in, in Brisbane. You're on the water, and Moreton Bay, you can still buy a house up in that district for about $350,000. And there's nowhere in Australia you can buy a house for three hundred fifty grand. Well, I'm so going to come but well, that, I'm telling you, I, I really think uh, Moreton Bay, I think that part of Queensland is in, in for a really big increase in, um, in demand because people in Sydney love buying up there. Alrighty, well, good to talk to you, mate. Uh, we'll make sure we check out um, Behind Every Great Businessman is a great mentor. Visit mentor.com.au. Check out your podcast on Podcast One. Mark Burris, great to chat this morning. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Stav, Abby and Matt. Could have been legends of origin. The inaugural Hit 105 quarter water sort of cup. You simply the Okay, this is, um, this is just grown into a beast now. Uh, I just mentioned once or twice that I played football for a short amount of time. Come on, mate. Yeah, that's cute. So you uh, mentioned it all the time, and then you've been asking people to get on board. You've been trying to build a game and really just trying to bribe people. He always, it always brings it up. You bring it up, it's like you've done us a favour not pursuing a professional football <laughs> no, career, doesn't he? Yeah, it's like we should yeah. be thankful. Yes. To be honest, we've had a lot you. of people in your place before. You're welcome, guys. Uh, <laughs> so I did retire from professional rugby league at the age of 17. No one ever believed me. Now we are doing the Could Have Been Legends of Origin. So... Uh, we are going to be playing a game. Yes. The 23rd of June. Yes. yes. Write it in your calendar because everyone can come along. The yes. The 23rd of June. Tickets Maybe are free. Night game? Uh, yes. It's going to be, uh, I'd say, yeah, in the evening. Under lights. Yeah. Make it official. Under lights. Um, at Valley's Diehards here in Brisbane. Yes. All right. Uh-huh. So 23rd of June. Block out that day. It's going to be huge. Sponsored. 4 p.m. 4 p.m. the game. Yes. Uh, sponsored by your local fruitshop.com.au. Brilliant people. Um, Abby's going to possibly cheerlead. We're working on that. There's at the a moment. lot of roles that I could cover. I just, I, I just want to make sure the cheerleaders are wearing tractor pants or something comfy because it's getting really cold at the moment. Stabs had a great idea. They should all wear snuggies. Yeah, bring Perfect. them back. Perfect. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, but it is time. If you want to play in this game, if you want to relive the glory days, if you want to prove to people who shoot you down, who don't believe in you, who <laughs> knife you in the back, hit105.com.au and you can hit the field either Queensland or New South Wales. We're building the teams now. Yeah, and much like they did uh, last week on uh, Monday for the Queensland State of Origin team, it's time to announce our first player. Ladies and gentlemen, your Queensland hooker, Matthew Acton. He's 30 years of age, 168 centimetres tall and 80 kilos. He's represented his hometown of Gladstone at the highest level and captained the Valley Diehards to a premiership. And he reckons he could have played State of Origin if he didn't give it all up for his radio career. <laughs> that's, oh, that's, that's funny. You just see Manny listening to that with his eyes just so happy. Like, yeah, that's me. I think, he, uh, think he took a few kgs <laughs> off the weight. That's what I'm laughing at. <laughs> <laughs> Gave myself a cuddle. Don't you uh-huh. want the weight for... No, I need to. I need to be able to move fast. Yeah, but 
Okay. They did leave out captain in that too. So oh. anyway, I'm, I've been appointed by um, Queensland Rugby League. Could have been Legends uh, Association that I will be captaining, captaining Queensland. Okay. But yeah, you're doing Queensland. So there's yeah. New South Wales. So do you want to hear who you're going to be playing against? Your no. opposition number. All right. Here we go. Let's get them on. Ladies and gentlemen, the New South Wales hooker, Brendan Gibson. Brendan is 34 years of age, 175 centimetres tall and 85 kilos. His claim to fame is he played for the Sunnybank Juniors alongside Jonathan Thurston and opposed the likes of Cameron Smith. He's never played any rep footy, but he shoulda, coulda and woulda. And the main reason he wants to play is because he'd love to tackle Matty Acton. Brendan, good morning. Good morning, Matty. Congratulations, you're on the team. Thank you you're very much. Dart yeah. training now. Opportunity. Now I've got the boots on the weekend. I've already started practicing. Oh. oh I'm going to have to buy boots, aren't I? Are you, nah. are, you, are you fit at the moment, Brendan? Oh, I work in a landscaping yard, so I'm quite fit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, Matty only has fit fingers. He just presses buttons, so I think you're going to be fine. Oh, that's good for passing the ball, isn't it, as a hooker? Yeah, that is true. Now, you're going to be kind, though, aren't you, Brendan? Like, <laughs> no. we're... ジェフリーコーンデフリーコーンでもなんかねプレッシャーはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはい
a half an hour. Don't use that attitude. You wouldn't even, like, you go, oh, I've met her heaps of times. Yeah. I don't want a photo. And we're like, no, but it's for the purpose of it. And you're like, nah, I don't want one. I, I didn't mean, want to interrupt her. You get embarrassed. Yeah. So we went on Facebook oh, Live with it. I do get embarrassed, but I wanted a photo. And we, we were actually, the thing we discussed with it is when we went on Facebook Live, said, should we do it, should we not? I actually felt like a 15-year-old boy about to ask a girl out because the only thing that is going to happen is she's going to reject you. Yeah. And the fear of rejection is was, huge. which is what was like bubbling through. And I wonder, that must happen a lot, you know, if people ever come across yes. celebrities yeah. who they're not interviewing like we get to, you see them in the street. Like that panic of, oh, I don't want to miss my opportunity. And you don't want to, like, you don't want to miss it and say to people, I saw them, and they go, did you get a photo? And you go, no, I was too no. embarrassed to ask. Did this it is, happen? If, if that's what you guys have to deal with, girls should ask more guys out because the rejection is huge and it was really scary and I made Maddie do it. <laughs> so we went over, we got our photo. You can a, check it out at the Hit 105 uh, Instagram account. And then in the cab on the way back to our hotel, um, our sister station here in Melbourne, which is Fox FM, they had their late night show going. And um, we thought we might give them a call and ask them about our debate because the debate was she'd be more upset if we didn't ask her for a photo <laughs> because she'd feel unloved. Uh, so we thought we'd ask the late night show on Fox FM in Melbourne <laughs> on the radio, <laughs> what should we have done? And this is what happened. Maddie, welcome to the show. Why are you listening to us? Uh, because we were in the back of the cab. We're now out of the cab. We've because just you took too long. We just got our bags out. I'm here with uh, Stav and Abby as well. Oh, great. Well, well, that's okay. So, well, now you're still listening to us through the phone. Yes, yeah, correct. Yeah. We've come from dinner yeah. at, uh, where we actually got a photo with um, Julia Gillard. And really? I just, I just yeah. need you guys to answer a question for us. Yeah. We were debating whether or not Julia Gillard would be more upset that we interrupted her dinner or more upset that we didn't ask for a photo because she wasn't famous enough anymore. He thinks it would be sad if people stopped asking for yeah. photographs and she'd be disappointed. So I, I think you did the face. right thing asking yeah. for her. She needs that fame hit once in a while. Yeah. Well done. Yes. Well so. done, guys. You gave her a little self-esteem boost. I mean, if I was her, I'd be frothing at an interruption at dinner for a photo because I imagine my dinners aren't that very good e- either. I'm not sure it was her, to be honest. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> So that's what we were debating between. And I want to know on 131060, have you seen someone and you're too nervous to ask for a photo? Like, who was it? Do you regret it? Yeah. Or did did they they? reject? Oh, see, what if she did say no? You guys would have been heartbroken. I would have, I think I would have died. No, I I think that's when it would have kicked in and went, excuse me, you should be happy with this. Just smile and look into the camera. You would have turned on her. You know, I get get mean when I get rejected because I get scared. It's, it's in the past, babe. You're going yeah, right back there. So 13, 10, 60, who did you not get a photo with or who John West you and rejected you and went, nah, it's not happening. Uh, we'll take your calls next. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. We're asking the question, have you met a celebrity out, asked for a photo? Maybe they said yes, maybe they said no, because last night Julia Gillard was happily minding her own business and these two schmucks went over Stop and interrupted it, her romantic dinner uh. with her partner, uh, barged on in and asked, demanded Not true. Not demanded. But you know, so you... Stav was too cool to get a photo with Julia Gillard. He's like, I met her heaps of times. She should know me. She didn't. But uh, look, no, she was lovely. We yeah, said, can yeah. we get a photo? And she goes, of course. And what did she say? She goes, of course, but can you just wait? I'm just a bit scared. I've got something food yeah, in my yeah. teeth. And we laughed. And then I said I was from Adelaide. And they were very happy. And then they took what, a photo. What did the person next to you say? The next, no, she was a cow next to me. <laughs> what did she say? She was on a different table. Yeah. She leaned over and she goes, I'll leave her alone. And I said, I asked her. And Julia was very happy to get the photo. She was. Uh, but did you see a celebrity? And think I should, but then you missed out on your chance and you regret it because we didn't want to live that type of life. Uh, Bridget, <laughs> morning. Hello. Morning. What happened? So last, last night I went back to the car park of the Hotel Nail Horn was staying at and we'd been oh. in there from the show. And we parked right where he was going to get out and he walked out and like I was just so scared and I regret not asking for a photo. Oh. But I was like, oh, like we loved your show. And he was like, thanks. But like, oh. he had like three bodyguards and it was so scary. Yeah. So you should have asked. I mean, you talked I know. to him, but it's just that nerve wracking of what about if yeah. they say no? Yeah, like, oh my oh. God, yeah. So you didn't so get scary. a photo? No. And also, it- one time I was having dinner and all the girls from Little Mix were behind me. And oh. I waited until they were done. And I went up to Jay and I was like, oh, do you mind if I get a photo? And she was so rude. She looked me up and down and did not say a word back. And her body goes like no photos. Oh, how can we never play them again unless they got a (laughs) (laughs) Good on you, Bridget. Uh, Adam from Eagle Farm. Um, Who did you not get a photo with and you should have? 
Hey guys, many, many years ago, back in my hometown, New South Wales, when the uh, Tui's Challenge Cup Rugby League was there, all the boys, the commentary team, Paul Vorton, Peter Sterling, Ray Warren, all those guys, I asked them all for photos, Peter Sterling pretty much looked at me and said, pissed off mate, I'm too busy. Wow! Oh, oh my god. Did it, did it hurt? Uh, pretty much, obviously, when you're sort of watching those guys on TV, when, you know, sort of as a kid, you, you look up to them as obviously role yeah. models, but yeah. when something like that happens, it sort of puts a bit of a sour taste in your mouth. Yeah. yeah, I know. You feel like going, you guys wouldn't have a job if I didn't watch, so really you should be asking yeah. for a photo with me. Exactly <laughs> right. Uh, but, I mean, Paul Wharton was accommodating, Ray Warren was, but Sterlo was just an arrogant pig. Right. Uh, uh, let's go to Sarah now in Wynnum. This is a big name. Hey, Sarah. Hi, how are you? Who did you not get a photo with? Matt Damon. Oh, oh no. Whereabouts were you? Uh, up in North Quitlight in uh, Rainbow Beach. He was actually with Chris Hemsworth and uh, his wife, and they were eating uh, near a bakery where I was walking, and um, I was just too starstruck and too embarrassed to get a photo. And do you know what, Sarah? There are so many people that have got photos with them up at Rainbow Beach. We saw them. Apparently they were posing. Yep. Just as I was leaving, a whole group of people started getting photos taken, and I just was, I'm still kicking myself. Oh, yeah. that, that was a double banger, that one. Oh, you should have gone for it. Uh, Dalton <laughs> on 131060, who are you too scared to get a photo with? Uh, so I was too chicken to get a photo with Kylie Jenner. <laughs> so back when she was in Sydney, um, she was going down to her boat with like all her security guards and there were two other people um, in front of me and they were asking for photos and she said no. Oh. And then I was like, Okay, and then she let one other person get a photo with her. Oh, selective what photo. What did she choose? Yeah. It, who's going to get the most likes? Yeah, you say Instagram. that. You, you have to maybe exactly. go and go, I've got heaps of followers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then when I was about 10, I was in Sizzler, back when Sizzler was the thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I met the original cast of High Five, but I was too chicken to ask for a photo then as well. So I was like 10. <laughs> you met the cast of High Five in a Sizzler? Yeah. That's the best. That's, the yeah. original cast, too. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the good yeah. ones. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all righty, Steph is on from Everton Park. Who's your Hi. celebrity? In 2010, we were in New York on a holiday and a whole group of us let the late Joan Rivers walk past us out the front of the Plaza Hotel. No. Oh. Yeah. I love her. Oh. I, she was amazing. Yeah. She, she did come no back chance. out and yeah. she we grabbed her and we said, could we grab a photo? And then she made fun of us for our Australian accents. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, you're like, thanks. All right, now, we were saying earlier, uh, Russell Crowe, what would he be like if you asked him for a photo? Because we were saying Australian celebrities are more likely to say yes. I feel yes. like Australian celebrities have to. Do you know what I mean? They're a little bit more down to earth. So we're going to find out because um, Georgia from Hamilton, you actually asked Russell Crowe? So it wasn't me. It was actually my parents. They were in Sydney for um, their anniversary. Um, and they sent me a photo and said, Russell Crowe's here. And I was like, oh, my God, you need to get a photo with him. Um, and they went up and asked him. And they looked my parents up and down and, like, just went, no, and then turned their back to him. To my uh, parents. Classic Rusty. Yeah. I yeah. mean, at least he didn't throw a phone at them. That's yeah. classic Rusty. Yeah. But yeah, I, think, I think it depends when you met Russell. Do you know? Like, he's he's gone through different stages. Yeah. Has he always been a douche? No. No, he's not a douche. I just meant, like... Troubled. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Paul Georgia. Uh, there you go. Well, we will never live with that regret. Uh, check out the Hit 105 Instagram to see the win of last night. Yeah. Us and Julia Gillard. No regret. Uh, She's probably talking about it this morning. I know. Of course she is. She is. Yeah. She's rang Rihanna. I my dinner and I got. Hey, Riri, guess who I met last night? How do you deal with that? Uh, Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Uh, we're going to play Alpha Bucks tomorrow, 8 o'clock. It will be, what date's going to be? Let me check my phone. It's going to fifth. be the 5th. 5th of June. Of June. Wow. Alrighty. Uh, the letter at 8 o'clock to play Alpha Bucks is? L for, for Larry. Larry. There you go. When tension builds, take a deep breath and reach for Rescue Remedy. Use only as directed. Staff, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Money, honey. Uh, this time every single morning, 10000 bucks is on the line. All you need to do is stay calm, be chill. You will get a Rescue Remedy pack at the end of this, plus oh. hopefully $10,000. Here we go. 
from Ashgrove, first time on air for Alicia. Welcome. Hi. All right. Now you know how this works. You get uh, you get fifty dollars for each correct answer. If you get all ten right, you get the ten thousand dollars. Now just say pass if you can't think quickly. All right. And hopefully Stav's got time to come back to it. But each answer needs to start with the letter he's about to give you. Good luck, hun. Thank you. All right, Alicia, take a deep breath. You can do this. Your letter for today is O for ocean. Okay. All right, and your time will start when I finish the first question, which is, name an ocean animal. Octopus. Name something in the kitchen. Sorry? Name something in the kitchen. Uh, Pass. Name something you need to live. Oxygen. Name something you can put on your skin. Olive oil. Name something you can wear. Um, pass. Name a shop at Westfield. A Porto. Name a Brisbane suburb. Pass. Name a male actor. Ooh, 100% of what you answered. Wow, $300. <laughs> well done, hun. The ones you passed on, something in the kitchen, you could have had oven or you could have used oil, actually. Olive oil for your <laughs> other one as well. Um, and for something you can wear, you could have overalls or one piece. And for a Brisbane suburb, Oxley? Of course. Yes, well done. $200. Thank you. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Do you guys know that I like making new friends? Yes, you're very love, good at it. Well, no, I just like chatting to new people. And I think especially if you've got like a new dog or you've got a new kids, you've got like an opportunity to meet people, yeah. right? You go to different events. Oh, bugger that. I used to always love chatting to people. Mm. And I like the, the awkwardness of shall we exchange numbers. And now you can do it on social media. But I've made a new friend, right? Oh. Shout out to Sabrina. She's lovely. And we went on our first date. We went to uh, T2. She invited me there to go to a little bit of a taste test. Uh-huh. But one thing I didn't realise is the jealousy when your old friends are like, where are you going? Because one of my friends gave a call and said, oh, what are you doing tonight? And I said, oh, I'm going out with a friend. She goes, who? I said, oh, well, I know her through swimming, the kids swimming. She goes, oh, all right. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? She goes, She's getting jealous. Oh, well, I'm just wondering, like, why are you going out? And I said, well, we're going to a tea place. She goes, is it serious? Does she know that you don't drink tea? Uh-huh. And I went, oh. oh, okay. I was like, yeah, she knows. I said, I'm trying to get into tea. She said, well, I've been trying to get you into tea for a while and you didn't want it then. Uh, maybe you didn't do it the right way. And I was like, oh, I'm going to pick up on this. I'm like, well, what are you doing next weekend? You never ask me out. She's like, oh, don't worry about it. Going out and with another like- friend. You don't know her. <laughs> Met her in the park yesterday. She's really cool, really rich, really pretty. Love her. The best. <laughs> True. The kids are perfect. I want to know in 13, 10, 60, are you jealous of your friend's new friend? Or maybe oh, you are? I am. Yes. The pilots have got new friends. Oh. Oh. They're your favourite friends to roll out as they're well. They're your friends that you like to brag about. I love them. Yeah, but you brag about them. like what? They're pilots. All of a sudden, you seem to know a lot about the aviation industry. Yeah, yeah, I do, actually. And you go on about how they're pilots and they're so good looking. They are very attractive. And they've got very attractive friends. You've met them. I've met them yeah. and I was like, wow, yeah. they are, they're, a, they're a very attractive couple, you, both you, of them. You should see them in their uniforms. Woo! So what do you? What, who are their new friends that you're jealous of? A couple moved in next door to them, so that's they've got locality <laughs> as well, right? Because you're across and, the street. Yeah, we're down the road. We're about four houses down, so they see them all the time. And they even said that the baby monitor, because they got little Jojo, the baby monitor can go over to their house, and they can sit on their back veranda, and they can just monitor the baby from their house. And I'm like, that's not cool. And then they keep on telling stories about how they caught up and had drinks. And when's the last time you saw them? I saw it. They walked past my house yesterday. And they- <laughs> I caught their dog doing a crap on my front lawn. And what'd you say? I'll go and pick that up for you guys. Uh, Justine said I've trained him. <laughs> yeah, the, the other thing is with Stav's pilot friends is you say to Stav, what'd you do on the weekend? He goes, went for a swim at the pilot's house. Yeah, they got a pool. Best thing uh, apart from having your own pool is friend with a pool. Uh-huh. Pilots have a pool. Just get to go swimming whenever I want. Now you're not allowed to. No, I can. I just got to work it out when when the other friends. You just got to wait to be invited. You know what you should do? What? You should become friends with their new friends. Yeah. Well, they're the ones who's uh, my. This is a bit of a side bar, but my cat got locked in their house for four days. Oh, so they don't like you. They don't like. They hate you. They hate you. They were really. Anytime wow. they smell something in the house, I guess stabs. Oh, that's stabs cat. God, I don't know why you're friends with stab. Oh, well, we were just friends for a while until we found you guys, but now we've got you. We don't need them. As usual, I feel a whole lot better for bringing this to the table. <laughs> but it's, I just 
think it's true. No matter how old you get, you still yeah. get that like jealousy when you're at high school when your friend is going out with someone else to an occasion yeah. and you see it on Instagram live and you're like, mm. I bet they're not having fun. Thirteen ten sixty. This is a safe space. Is it? Yeah. Are, are you jealous of your friend's new friend? Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Are you jealous of your friend's new friend? You know, you go like, I didn't get an invite. And then you see them out on Facebook. They've tagged into a place. And you're like, oh, look at them. They're having fun without me. That doesn't hurt. Because I've got a new friend. And I've just noticed that my other friend was saying things like, oh, I didn't think you had time for a new friend. Or, oh, really? You're going there? Does she know that you don't like it? And then Stav is the that person. Your friend's... Have new friends and you're on the outer. Not on the outer, just not as in as I used to be. Which means on the outer. Yeah, I believe. If you're not in, then where are you? Good to have support. You put your new friend <laughs> in, you put your old friend out, you put your new friend in. You did a Venn diagram. The- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, it happens as adults, you know, you can, you can, that feeling of jealousy never goes away no yeah. matter how old you get. Jess from Forest Lake, um, we're talking about it. Are you jealous of your friend's new friend? Um, no, I'm not, but I have a group of girls, like we were, there's two, there was all, there was three of us girls, uh-huh. and we were that close that there was literally no time to have a boyfriend because they just soaked <laughs> up all your energy and time. Yeah. <laughs> and where I, when I started working at my new job, I became really good friends with one of the girls there, and both of them were so jealous, they were like naughty towards her and mm. they used to call us the three musketeers and then one day I invited this friend to come and hang out with my other two friends and myself and they turned around and said it's the three musketeers oh. <laughs> oh and how old were you all at this time this was only like two years ago <laughs> 25 <laughs> wow it's so bad, but I have another friend who's like made friends where she works, um, like was studying nursing. But I always sit there and pay out on her, and I'm just like, "Oh, you're gonna go and ask Tessa? Are you gonna ask this person? Hey, oh, I'm sorry, where are you? Are you out with? I, oh, of course you're with her. I do it all the time. She's cracked up laughing about it though. All right, well, I know guys. At the moment, thirteen ten sixty. If you want to join this, uh, Sky from Collingwood Park. We're talking about. Uh, friends getting jealous of other new friends? Yeah. Um, so basically, I had a best friend of three years, and then uh-huh. she was asked to be maid of honour for a girl that she basically didn't know very well, <laughs> and um, called a massive, massive fight between us, because I'm like, you guys don't even know each other. And at the time, I thought it was like just anger, like you guys are idiots, but uh, looking back now, I was just so jealous, like what the hell is going on, and she took her a time, and yeah, basically... That's what happened. Oh, oh! <laughs> I, I like the way you said it too. They basically they don't even know each other very well. It is well. true, isn't it? It's like, why are you even friends with? It? Like, you, if I was gonna think about it, I'd say that that would be the least type yeah. of person you'd be friends with. Just saying. What's her favorite color? You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically that's what. Yeah, you know. I was like, do you even know what she likes? Like all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I was real bitchy. <laughs> uh, okay, now Stav, you uh, are jealous. We have another guy who's jealous of his friends' friends. Hey, Jason. How's it going? What's Good happened, chance. mate? Well, I have a friend of 11 years, uh-huh. and um, we, we play tennis together every weekend, uh-huh. and um, he, he leaves his tennis racket at my house. Uh-huh. And I'm not going to name names, but Anthony, um, yeah. he's, he <laughs> came over yesterday, uh-huh. yeah. and I, I just got back from Woolworths. And I see him taking his tennis racket from my house. Oh. And, I go, and I go, hey, Barry, what are you doing? He's like, oh, nothing, man. I don't know if we're going to even play tennis. Oh, okay. Are you going to invite me? <laughs> I said, are you going to invite me? Oh. Then he goes, oh, oh, we'll see if we even play. And then I go, who are you playing with? Oh. And then he goes, Gav. And I oh, go, no. Gav. Oh, this Gav guy. I know this Gav guy. And... <laughs> You sound upset. You actually sound like you're fighting back tears, Jason. <laughs> Sorry, I think I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> what a sight. But you know what? Was it more the fact that he didn't ring and say, I'm coming around to get my racket, I'm playing with someone else, He's or that he tried to, he tried to sneak it, yeah. in and slyly take his racket back? 
I'm, I'm, a bit, I'm a bit torn that I didn't get the invite for the tennis either. The whole thing's a bloody downward spiral, so it doesn't... It's not good memories, I'll tell you that, but... <laughs> You need a new tennis friend and make him jealous. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, you you want to play tennis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll play tennis with you. <laughs> I'll leave my racket at your house. Jesus. Oh, wow. Well, actually, <laughs> yeah, well, I got you. Your, your husband's a builder, right? Yeah. I'm a plumber. I just need a plumber. What, are you going to be friends with him? <laughs> Jump quick there. We just made friendship, Jason. But yeah, well, he does need a plumber, so there you uh, go. Hang there. We'll talk, this is an off-air conversation, guys. All right. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Radio, there we are. The podcast done and dusted, everybody. Uh, thank you so much. We do ask that you leave uh, reviews for us, please. Um, and we will read them out on air. One came to us via Facebook, actually, that I found last night. Uh-huh. Um, and it wasn't from the actual person. Someone has anonymously left us a review. Have you anonymous, anonymously, if you can see who it's from, though? Uh, well, they, I think they just said that they they just put their name as anonymous. Okay. okay. Um, and now I need to find where it's gone. Sorry. <laughs> ah, I can't find it. Ah. In your own time. Another, another person. Could you, could you call your kid anonymous? Or would that be against No, the you're law? not allowed to. You're not? No, there's a whole list of what you're not allowed to do. Like, you're not allowed to call him Jesus. Why? I, it, it's a list that really? you're not allowed to register. Jesus is one of the most popular names in Mexico. Is it? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's God that you're not allowed to, but I know Maybe. that it's one. Maybe it's his dad. Someone still needed <laughs> the Facebook message. Oh, what did it say? Can ask um, Scotty. Ask Scotty uh, if he has it. He always has everything. Uh, i just give you the gist of it. Someone has reposted it and said, you didn't discuss this review. And what it was is they were saying, hey, I generally love the show. Uh, but one of you has been very irresponsible in something that you've said. Uh-huh. It sounds like me. And That's that me. person is uh-huh. Abby. What have you done? It would be always me. Why? About your comments about vaping. Now, I don't know exactly what it is that you said. They just said you're ignorant about uh-huh. Oh, wrong. vapors. Because you, you're against no, vapors. No, I'm not going to say that because I don't think that it's not governed here so they don't know what materials are going into the flavouring and all that. So I do not believe that people should be vaping around other people because they uh, presume that it is better than um, smoking and they've done all the research. But I would still say that not vo- vaping is better than – like I would say that – not to vote would be better to, than vape. Yes. You would have to agree with that statement. I would have to agree with that statement. So there you go. I still stand by that. So bugger off. Oh, well, they're just, they're just No, no, no. I agree. Involved. No, I understand. I think it's better than smoking. So I would say that if you're going to swap it. But I get annoyed that Stav would t- vape more than what he ever would have smoked. And I still think that your heart rate is too high because of nicotine. Cool. How are you? Yeah, there Feel you go. About it? There, there's a response. If you want to rate a uh, five-star rating... Um, one star rating, whatever you want to do. Just rate us. We'll read out your reviews on the podcast from William O'Hare. We also got one saying, love your show. Uh, oh, he got involved with what we said. Give us one star, but a positive comment. Uh-huh. So he gave us one star and said, I love your show. <laughs> uh, or you can give us five stars and a negative comment yes. is our rule on our podcast. Uh, thank you very much. Oh, I just, oh, I was trying to find out what names can't you register. Oh. All right. I'll do that tomorrow. Okay. Oh, hook through. Stop. Stav, Abby and Matt.